Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This is Jones and Mego on WEI. Save us as a favorite on the Odyssey app. And take Boston Sports Original everywhere you go. Sam, is the philosophy not just for the Red Sox, but in Major League Baseball changing financially? Listen, the the way the, the, the industry of baseball works, we're, we're roughly a $12 billion industry. I don't have the exact numbers, but roughly 50% of the, the revenues go to player costs and, and, and the other 50% go to the expenses to cover the industry. This is a, 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 about a break-even industry, um, and that's really the focus the revenues that get generated from our loyal fans from people that watch on tv people that spend their hard-earned money at fenway park on on beer and and hot dogs and and that goes into player pay it goes two places player payroll and it goes into the renovations and preservation of fenway park around major league baseball i can't speak for the other groups uh, but teams have an obligation to invest the revenues they generate into player payroll. That's what the Red Sox do. That's been our focus. That's not going to change. Um, and, and that's really important that we honor that commitment. Bunch of nonsense from Sam Kennedy this morning on the Greg Hill Show. Red Sox aren't for profit, and it's a break-even industry, is what he said about baseball earlier today. If you missed any of that, Odyssey app. Use the rewind feature. You can hear that interview with Greg Hill. I think they're... Uh, front office report is right around the corner with uh, members of the Red Sox front office. So stay tuned for that. I want to go to some of these phone calls here quick before we get into bet roulette. Dan's in the car. Go ahead, Dan. Hey guys. How are you? Hi. So I used to be a sales rep for uh, a product that was involved with leg lengthening locally. And um, we primarily did it for kids that would have, you know, bone loss or maybe uh, cancer or trauma or some type of leg length. Um, yeah. So Dan, I think uh, so that, that to me makes sense. But if you're just five foot four and you're like, I want to be three inches taller, how do you feel about, about that? Somebody who's doing it more cosmetically than somebody who has a, a, a need for it. Yeah, no, I was aware of what was going on on the West coast at the time. And this was now a few years back. Um, in San Francisco, there was a, a particular group of uh, ethnic group that is short, uh, relatively short speaking. So okay. the business, the businessmen were going and having both their their femurs and the tibias lengthened. Okay, so I just you know uh, so bad. Oh I'm not God. a big fan of the, getting a surgery like this cosmetically. If somebody needs it for medical needs, I a thousand percent. Well, understand. and that's what this report from ABC News said that a lot of this originated from a need. Right, right. So somebody who either has a traumatic incident with their leg or something like that, sure. and it's a medical need. We're talking about cosmetic surgery. We're talking about the short kings right. who want to graduate to a different level of king. So I think Chris from Rhode Island, you want to say something similar, Chris? There is a, a an actual medical need for it. Uh, yes, that was what I was going to say. Uh, yeah, well, I think it's crazy. Anyone would do it just for looks. Um, but yes, I know a coworker 
basically his leg stopped growing when he was young, so he had to get it done because we. Okay. So, like proportional. so again, I don't. I, this is not uh, what we were talking about. We were talking about cosmetic surgery and people saying, "You know what? I'd like to be three inches taller." Yeah. And there's no medical. Yeah, I think ne- I should have been more specific. There's no with medical the need and okay. no requirement. I think you were fine. I mean, I think it was self-evident. The guy but- featured in the news clip. There, he's like, "How tall were you before?" He goes, "Well, I was five nine. And the guy interviewing him goes, "That's an average height." And he goes, "But I am not an average man. Right. I swear to God, he said that. Certainly not. <laughs> I'm certainly not an average man. Therefore, I would never be." Average. Not anymore. Height. By the way, we finally found out what Arcan does around here. He brings in the dice for the final segment. Because every is. every time we've gone to uh, Bet Roulette the last couple of days, I've been uh, we come out of break and I'm like, oh crap, I need to go get these dice. So let's roll in Bet Roulette. I know what we do about that. In turn, Jacob. All right, I'm going to give you a choice. You can either have the money and the hammer, or you can walk out of here. You can't have both. You don't f- around in this place. You got it? Boom, boom. That's it. Gambling. That Roulette brought to you by Cars for Kids. Easy way to donate your car. You can donate today. Your car will be picked up tomorrow. Go to carsforkids.com or 1-877-CARS-FOR-KIDS. Cars with a K and the number four. I think I'm the only one who hit last night, you right? You did. It was not a certainty. You had the over 25 and a half points for Jason Tatum, and he finally woke up in this second half. Mego had the over, I think it was 29 and a half points for Steph Curry against the Wizards, who had a historically bad shooting night, 0 for 7, the first time since 2012 that Steph Curry had gone and I'm scoreless. I'm cold this week. And I got hooked on the SGA over 31 and a half points. He had an excellent night. What did you I call think. it yesterday? You called it like an automatic lock or something? Uh, I said it was a no sweat. No sweat. No sweat, yeah. All right, well, Roy, use use your bonus bet here tonight is what uh, people (gasps) Oh, my God. Yes? There's there's new Love is Blind episodes coming out tonight. Okay. Could you you roll? Yeah, can you you roll your dice? Roll the dice. Oh, I don't have it. You have (laughs) it. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm holding it. Duh, Jones. There you go. Roll roll away. It's a two. It's a two. We're going to keep it simple and look at spreads in the NBA tonight. Mego, the Indiana Pacers are a minus seven favorite at home hosting the New Orleans Pelicans. You like the Pacers by seven or do the Pelicans cover? You know what? I keep taking the favorite and I'm going to do that here because I think that the Pacers are a lot better than the Pelicans and they're at home. I think the Pacers are a little underrated and not just because of how far they got in the IST. I, I like your bet. I would tell you, I, a lot of New Orleans players are questionable. I like to bet the Pelicans from time to time, Ryan. I, I don't like know Brandon why. Ingram. I've li- I've liked to, to keep yourself honest. I like to bet uh, Brandon Ingram. I like to bet McCollum. I think all those guys are questionable. Zion, too. Mm-hmm. Who, by the way, did you see Stephen A. the other day say that Zion Williams, Zion is hiding food from the Pelicans? Like, they're telling him don't eat so much, and he's hiding food. What is he, a squirrel? Let me frisk you. You've been eating again, he is, haven't you? He is hiding food from Let me them. smell your fingers. It's like the, cheese doodles. It's like the Red Sox ordering... Uh, Popeyes over at Fenway Park. Uh, but anyway, I'm not sure who's playing, so I like Mego's bet there. I rolled a one, Ryan. You rolled a one. That's going to be the Dallas Mavericks who got uh – the other hand, the other side of that Max Struess buzzer beater. They are in Toronto taking on the Raptors. The Mavericks are a three and a half point favorite. Oh, Jones, I'll take I'll take Dallas all day. Three and a half against yes. Toronto. Toronto blows, and I'm assuming Luca's playing. So give me Dallas, favored by three and a half, north of the border. Uh, I will get on that pick. So a couple of favorites thus far. Uh, Ryan is rolling back there. Now Ryan's very critical of Arkan. Number up. <laughs> Right, he's very critical of Arcan and his rolling, but you rolled a three, Ryan, is what you rolled? I rolled a th- Oh, crap, I rolled a three. Uh, that would be the Minnesota Timberwolves hosting the Memphis Grizzlies. They are a 12-and-a-half-point favorite 
And I think someone on this show had a big favorite against. Uh, I did. Yeah. I, I, I. Well, it was. It wasn't a big line, but I bet Brooklyn and, and half, they, eleven and a half. No, 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 it was like two and a half. Oh, against three. Memphis. You're right. And they, and they smoked. They them. smoked yeah. them. You know what? I'm gonna take the Timberwolves at twelve and a half. It's a big number, but I just think that the Memphis Grizzlies right now are pure, unadulterated dog water. And they are going to get smoked in that game. So if you parlay all three of those puppies together, the Timberwolves minus 12 and a half, Pacers minus seven, and the Mavericks on the road minus three and a half, Jones and Mego, they get you plus 601 on a leg parlay. Get on it. Uh, So all favorites here tonight in Bet Roulette. Uh, Keith and Fitzy come your way at six. You can dial them up 617 779 7937. We'll talk to you tomorrow at two here on WEEI. That's you the pumpkin market. The gift I don't know me. this song. And the card inside would say thank you for being a friend. The beauty of the 2008 Celtics is they were all ready to sacrifice. They were all at a point in their career where they were ready to sacrifice. There were five Lammies. Yes. And so Garnett and Pierce and Ray Allen, they were all ready to sacrifice. Meh.